Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Flame Podcast Network and D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition with a good friend, Ed, who is our gaming manager at Tucson Comic Con. And I got questions for you, man. I got questions. Bring them on, Jim. <laughs> so first, Ed, want to drop a little soundbite? Sure. Shameless plugging? My name is Ed Osling. I'm the gaming manager for Tucson Comic Con. Uh, been with Tucson Comic Con for, I think, seven years now. Eight years? I, I've lost count. Previously, you know, I've hosted a lot of games through, through them. We went to a, a smaller team this year, and uh, looking forward to a good convention. Thank you for spending the time to get on the podcast. We're here from Amazing Discovery, the local gaming store that we both you know, know, and, know and enjoy. Uh, one of the many uh, illustrious, fantastic game stores that we have here in Tucson. All of them located on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Almost it, all of them. It seems like 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 a few years ago it was literally all of them. Yeah, on now, th- thankfully now you know we've got TGG out on both malls and mm-hmm. you know top deck towers up up north. And uh, the nice thing is all of them are kind enough to come to the convention and have booths. Yep. So. Which which one thing that I've really loved at Tucson uh, Comic Con is the fact that the gaming has grown so exponentially each year. Yeah, we we were uh, like a small little thing on the uh, on the floor for uh, had a segment of the floor, and then uh, we were one ballroom, and then you know we we're you know two ballrooms, and now we're technically all three of the big ballrooms. <laughs> uh, we are sharing a little bit of space with uh, with cosplay because they had a little bit of over overlay, but they wanted to put the the uh, the the gaming related cosplay folks so. Uh, video games and such in into there, which that's one thing I love every year is the gaming arcade. Yeah, yeah. That's if you need to kill some time between panels, go right to the arcade. Yeah, the uh, uh, Cobra folks will be out um, having fun with us again this year. We're bringing in a bank of uh, PC gaming. Those folks will uh, also be there. And I've done a lot of work this year trying to do uh, noise abatement to keep the noisier things on one side and then have like the cosplay and the booths kind of protecting the, you know, so we can still have a, a Dungeons and Dragons game or, you know, Starfinder, Pathfinder, you know, all of that stuff that's going to be available that requires you to actually hear the, you know, people, you know, at the same table. I've, I've been to a few cons where that's happened where one yeah. table just takes over the other space. I, I, I cannot um, control the volume of uh, nearby tables, however, I can try to mitigate, you know, 
activities to subjugating them to the other side of the room. They still have great exposure and they face the entrance and I think they'll, they'll be great. So one thing, uh, the, the biggest question I've been asked this year for the gaming room, because it's one that's come up year for year, is what are the hours of operation for the gaming space this upcoming weekend? So the gaming hours of Tucson Comic Con are as follows. Friday, November 1st, uh, 3 p.m. until 10 p.m. Uh, Saturday, November 2nd, 10 a.m. to midnight. And then Sunday, uh, November 3rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, that's when people will be allowed to be in the gaming area and gaming. If, uh, say, Saturday dies a little bit earlier and people are, you know, scooting out of there at like 10 o'clock, I understand I might shut down a little bit earlier. But uh, I believe with the events we have going on at least Saturday night, uh, nobody's going anywhere. Oh, yeah, because I know the big one is uh, Daniel of Texas Holding the Zombies. Oh, yeah. He's he... having the, the tournament on Saturday. It starts at 7.30. Yeah, we, we got talking at RinCon and... Uh, he wanted to come in and do a thing, and it evolved up to I want to build a cup and do some amazing stuff, and <laughs> let. And now we're going to be benefiting uh, uh, 100% of the, the uh, proceeds. It's a $10 buy-in. We're going to announce the rebuy thing later, mm-hmm. um, if that if that makes sense. Uh, but a $10 buy-in, every every single penny. Ghost Extra Life, which is uh, Children's Miracle Network gaming-oriented. Which happens com- in the beginning of November, right when our con It's the is. same weekend. Yep. It's almost perfect. <laughs> in fact, we have a couple uh, couple streamers that they... One of them's already met his goal. Uh, the other one, I don't know where they are on their goal, but uh, they will both be there trying to uh, you know, raise some more funds. Yeah, about two years ago at Comic-Con, we did Extra Life as a, uh, a charity stream game, and that was that was really it's fun. a riot i love it <laughs> it's like hey donate some money give them plus ones or negative ones to attack yeah go for it you know help a good cause and interact with your gaming groups yeah uh the as far as i'm concerned this is uh, the reason why i love running this convention is it's opportunity for gaming communities to grow you know to get people out and say hey i play this esoteric weird card game that i love and you know it has these you know themes that i love and you know you can get it out there in front of the masses we're, we're talking mm-hmm. 15 17,000 people you it's, know on average yeah but it's 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 a huge way to, to get different groups to click together and right. share things like i can't you know force the public to come into our you know wonderful gaming stores and you know and you know automatically be able to find the one time of the week that I'm available playing my, you know, mystical samurai card game. However, I can always make it available at this at this amazing event once a year. Which trust me, I'm thankful that we have the gaming at the Comic Con because that's that's fairly newish, you know, in a lot of the Comic Cons is actually having a good, decent gaming circle. And mm-hmm. you guys work really hard recruiting through the year to get, you know, different games to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the rec- recruitment of you know, trying to uh, interest the stores and incentivize them to come in and and run events is uh, always a task. But I'm glad that they they're willing to you know participate, put themselves out, and uh, you know add more exposure uh, to their communities. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the crew from the Laughing Moon come down because they've got a booth in the gaming area like they usually do. You're going to get to see Daniel with the Texas Old Zombies crew. Yep. A few other of the local Adventure League groups are coming down from what I heard. Yeah, the Adventures Leagues, I'm still trying to put the uh, the, the last buttons on them, but uh, 
they they'll be running some stuff. Uh, uh, James McKenzie is going to be running uh, some Pathfinder, Starfinder. Uh, the Talaris uh, folks, uh, Levi is is uh, I'm I'm just setting him up a permanent table, and he's going to just you know run That's people through that thing, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, he was having a great time at at Rincon, uh, just cool system. Yeah, you know. it's, and it's nice having that Rincon happening before Tucson Comic Con, yeah. so you can you know. Mix and mingle with different folks. And that's definitely the hardcore like like <laughs> gaming convention. I recognize that this is a a more casual kind of thing. So like demos are the right thing to do. You know, a, a tournament here and there are great. You know, but this is ex, this is exposure and growth. Yeah, and, and the fact that you can find so many people are like, hey, look, there's D and D. I've been interested in playing with it. Yeah. And you could just say, hey, if I'm a new person walking in there for the first time and I'm just immediately taking in that gaming room. Because you, you'll look and you'll see the gaming tables, the arcade games, mm-hmm. the gaming groups at their booths. And then you'll see the, the kids' cosplay area. Yeah. And then, like, the Dreadfleet Pirates. And then the two cool groups of folk. I, uh, <laughs> the Boffer Weapons. Yeah, the Boffer yeah. Weapons. I got two groups of them going this year. <laughs> that and was the, huge last year yeah. when I came in. I'm like, guys, come inside and hit somebody with a sword. Yeah. You know? So if I'm a new person coming in, how should I introduce myself to get into a gaming group? If I was just, you know, Johnny on the spot, walking in the door, and I want to play a game, but I don't know how to get First option. You go to go get our app. On our app, there'll be uh, the gaming front end on there. It'll, it'll have the available things that you can just sign up for, mm-hmm. and then that'll let you know when, when things are scheduled. So I want to... I've heard about this Magicals the Gathering game, and you know, I've I've heard it's you know what all the all the hip nerds play. Um, it, it they're running demos, so you look on there what what time time frame they're doing it, or what time they're doing a tournament or a sealed thing, and you show up for that time. Otherwise, you show up and like look for the community you know that that's there. So if it's D and D folks, they got a pile of double double stacked up tables, and you know, honestly, like Alex is probably going to be there in like some get up, which is going to be amazing. And, you know, hey, when when's the next uh, table I can get in? Because they normally have like a table set up for uh, beginners and another table, you know, the, they they tend to, you know, have a character generation table and then flows through to the you know more experienced folks. So that way you just, you know, throw your stuff out there and say, hey, I'm new to this. I want to learn this. Please teach me. You know, where should I start? Start with, hey, I'm new. Yep. And I, I want to try this out. And people will be like, oh, that's amazing. We would love to have you in our community. Because <laughs> it's funny how many gamers are just like, hey, you want to learn something that I love to do? Come join me and I'll walk you through it. Yep. That's, that's one thing that I love about the gaming community is pretty much every gaming community in Tucson, you walk into them and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. We're, Please help me. We are militantly uh, <laughs> inclusive. I want to be your friend. Yep. But even if we can't be friends, we can sit down and play a game. <laughs> <laughs> you can have frenemies gaming together oh, at the I'm, same table. I have plenty of those. <laughs> That's how you get that great legless, you know, Gimli, you know, interaction at the game yep. table. You know, we only sit down for one day a week at this gaming table. But during that, <laughs> we're allies. <laughs> for now, we're forced to work together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just our community is just so militantly inclusive. It, it, it doesn't, I, it doesn't matter. You're going to sit down and have some fun. And 
get to share some yeah. a fun con with some downtime gaming, which and learning new games. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's one of the things I really enjoy. Is you can go there and someone will have a game you've never played before. Every year I've gone, there's always been at least one game I've never seen happen in real life, and it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, I saw this on a Kickstarter, or I saw this at one of the, the webcasts, and mm-hmm. I get to actually sit and watch someone play through and actually see how it really works out, and, you know, and. Actual. That's kind of one of my favorite things is to like bring some game. I I know that I probably have, I probably have like the only copy of Radiant Offline Battle Arena that exists in Tucson, Arizona. I'm gonna bring that and we're gonna play it on the side. You know when when you know things are calmer and people are gonna love it because I have friends that are designers that are that design that game and they're old L five R guys. And they're like, love them. Hey, thank you for sharing this yeah. with the world. You know. And then they get the opportunity to go buy buy some stuff or you know try it out for themselves. So, um, I'm trying to think what else we have. We have a pile of uh, uh, of vendors that are gonna be there. I believe I have one, two, three, four. I have like five pods of of vendors. Uh, everyone from Showtime to AD to uh, Isle of Games. Uh, our gaming room sponsor this year is Bookman's. Uh, Bookman's was kind enough to uh, uh, want to be part of our uh, community and pick that up. And uh, we're they have. They have gaming yeah. nights, and their gaming nights are fantastic. Uh, they'll they'll bring you know they'll do some video game stuff and have Smash or D and D nights, and it's just I'm really proud of them for for sticking out and showing what an institution. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bookman's sponsored a lot of Tucson Comic Con. Yeah, so it's one of the great things is having so many cool sponsors and groups join in to become part of Tucson Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So it's actually the community of Tucson joining together as a Comic-Con, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing I love about Tucson Comic-Con is it's not outgrown itself. It's it's a community as well as a Comic-Con. And we haven't taken this this concept of, oh, we're this, this mold of a convention. This is the way it needs to be. Like, we've kind of bucked the standard as a convention for for years uh there there was a point oh you can't do gaming on the floor okay well we did gaming on the floor you know and then uh you know you can't uh when the weapon uh shenanigans happen up in phoenix yeah you know we had a meeting right after that and we're like how are we going to deal with this and then like we have we have officers that are they're part of the uh convention they sat down like this is what we're thinking, and we worked with the uh, convention center, like ref, like change the way security gets done at a convention, so people can bring the things that are safe to you know yeah. do their cosplays, and like everybody followed after us on that. Yeah, I right. think that we invented that. <laughs> you know, the, the whole concept of putting your security outside your front door. You know. Yes. Yeah. You're paying those people. They're gonna go look through bags, and then you're allowed to come inside. We don't need no. You don't need it in the con. You no. need it at a safe, secure location. And there's there's no passcode, no collect two hundred dollars in between <laughs> security and the door and the peace binding station. The peace binding station is part of the security. It just it works out so perfectly. The fact that like our team is really well built for that, uh, from you know security up to operations, you know. And on top of that, the venue is great for it because you have the big 
check in right there at the entrance, and it's one way in and many ways out, but only yeah. one way in. Uh, tons of ways out, but you know, all of them are pretty well watched. Uh, uh, I, I would like us to be a little bit more condensed, like you know, to have panels closer, but that's the the uh, the way it shakes out. Uh, we're having the uh, costume contest. Uh, Saturday night at about the same time as we're doing gaming late uh, over in the Leo Rich Theater. Uh, that is a separately ticketed event. Like, it's a free ticket, but you have to go up and, like, actually get a, a band for it. So then, you know, we don't have... Uh, we can uh, keep just Comic-Con people going in there instead of, you know, John Q. Public. Because it know. is a public venue that has many other right. things happening on the same day and... So that that's a direction that's going a little uh, differently this year, um, which, which is cool because you don't have people just randomly coming by and going, "What is this?" I'm going yeah. going into it. But <laughs> if you're not going to the costume contest, you could totally come to the gaming room and not only game but watch the costume contest because we're supposed to be trying to get a a projector up so that people could watch that. Oh, that'll be cool, and that'll be good times. That way you can you know sit there and enjoy the actual costume contest mm -hmm. in the leisure of gaming and playing D&D or Magic the Gathering or whatever game of choice you want to pick. Legend of the Five Rings if you're sitting Legend across from me. There you go. <laughs> I have to plug my, my esoteric mystical samurai game that I love, 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 love so hey, much. Hey, there's nothing wrong with L5R. Yes. <laughs> um, so one of the other really neat things that we got going on is uh, we're bringing in the the... The gaming library folks, uh, Becky, um, who does the gaming library for uh, Raincon, oh. uh, she's coming up and uh, she's going to be hosting a whole bunch of uh, play to win and then also have the gaming library there for uh, games to be checked out and played in our not scheduled gaming area, which will uh, exist in between the, the gaming library and Isle of Games booth. There'll be like 20 some tables. So that would be awesome because the play to win at Raincon was really, really, really they are doing a play to win of Wingspan, uh, New York Slice, My Little Scythe, which is the My Little Pony <laughs> cutesy slice. Uh, Ingenious Kitten Shuffle. Kitten Shuffle, the, God, the mother of all monsters. Yeah, that's it. And then between two castles, uh, Mad King Ludwig is also play to win. Mm -hmm. uh, which yeah, definitely get in on the play to win games because I know at Ringcon a lot of people were confused on what that was. And definitely go in and try the game and register for Play to Win because a lot of people who did win games were extremely stoked at getting to walk home with a game that you just you won because you just played it. That, that's it. That's it. you just play the game and you can win. Yeah, they have like a little sign up thing that's inside the box. Mm -hmm. You sit down, you know, you go to the thing. It's like, oh, that you know that's available because that's really popular. Um, you know, speaking of Wingspan, and, Wingspan's been crazy know, popular this year. You, Sit down with your friends, put your names on the sheet, yep. and by the end of it, they're going to announce this stuff. And they'll have, uh, I think, if I remember right, they have your phone number on there, and they'll mm -hmm. call you. Um, and you can pick this thing up at the end of, end of the convention. At the end of and, the con, you get a great game for just showing up and playing games. Which yeah. There's nothing wrong with that kind of deal. Nothing whatsoever. And you can still play the game when it's slow, which, hey, Saturday night, open till midnight. I know a lot of folks that are planning on after the con day... To just chill inside the gaming area to actually relax and get to hang out with their friends. That's why I set it up that way. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know when you're at a con, you're basically passing your friends every hallway for, for the next panel that you're going to. Or mm -hmm. you're hitting the vendor floor. Mm -hmm. Gaming is a great shot to pick a place where you can meet with your friends at a certain time and just get to actually relax and 
be with each other at the con. And see something you haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, you haven't seen some people play some Warhammer 40K? I'm going to have some folks probably doing that. Actually, I'm trying to get them to come down and play Warcry, which is the new skirmish game. Mm -hmm. And that's like really pick up and play like 30 minutes. I even got the folks from uh, Otaku Nation coming down, Jeremy. Uh, They're going to do all the the Japanese anime-inspired games, Uh Uh, the buddy fight and uh, 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 Vanguard and uh, all the the pure anime games. They're just kind of, they're, they're pretty neat. That's a huge amount of diversity of different game styles that you can walk in there. Heck, you could probably spend most of your day at a con just going through the games. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's there will be no end to the diversity of of board games and card games and role playing games and video games and um, land games. Land games, absolutely. Yeah. There'll probably be some Fortnite going on in there. Oh, I'm, um, I'm thinking that's going to be a big one. This some year. Pokemon Go. <laughs> Uh, the the Team Rocket people are in my yeah. my gaming area. They're going to be doing some Pokemon Go and like some DS, you know, Pokemon stuff. And you know, I I missed the little age gap on that, but it I, I recognized when it came up, and it was that thing was Gangbusters. And um, I played I played Ingress before mm, it before it Pokemon. got it got turned into Pokemon Go, so I could appreciate that, you know. It's the right. right place to be. Are you kidding? Ingress now even has an anime to make it more popular. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, I still play Ingress from time to time. <laughs> it's a good whip out your phone. You're like, hey, here we are. Yeah. Let's, let's do this thing. Yeah, it's time to hit give somebody some notifications on their phone. Are you kidding? Last year, one of the biggest surprises a friend gave me is he took his sister to the con for the first time, and she got to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade boot with the oh. controllers. You know, the one that, that was back amazing. in the day that was the, the way to play. Yeah. Or the I, X-Men, you know, and it's like, kids these wa- days don't even know that those exist. Or, or like the um, uh, Simpsons one, where yeah. it's like Marge walking around beating people up with the vacuum, <laughs> the vacuum cleaner. cleaner. Like, yep. From that point on, I knew that that push vacuum cleaner was a weapon. <laughs> and me and my cat saw eye to eye, and we realized that, that thing is the enemy, that and it's coming to kill us. That eventually in the zombie apocalypse, you can use the vacuum cleaner as a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a good solid two-hander. That would be the zombie kill of the week. <laughs> but not quite the year. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just saw that movie. It was uh, uh, we, it, it was a good time. Yeah, we, we, we saw Zombieland 2 uh, last week as well. <sighs> had, had to go see it. See, yeah. the first week it's out. Got to show the love. So... Comic-Con, it's going to be here on Friday. It's, yes. it's less than a week away. Yep, and yeah. then the week after, I get to stop being stressed out and enjoy the World Championships in my card game. So, there you go. Uh, it, this, is, this is the big crunch time. So mm-hmm. if anybody anybody has gaming that they want to host, I'm my gaming submission timetable is very limited, and I need to finish it up very soon. However... Um, to, uh, I made a tiny URL for it so I can remember. It's tinyurl.com slash tcc19game. Uh, and that will bring you the uh, event submission page and you can uh, submit events. If it meets a criteria that I will keep secret to myself of amount of time, I can try to get you a weekend pass uh, to host it, uh, also known as eight hours. Um, so if you, you know, if it's an event that I need there, 
I can I can try to get that in for you. That sounds like two solid D and D sessions, you know, part one, part two, or two one shots. That know? yeah, you you host three three hour D and D tables, you're in there. You're showing the love for the GMs out there. Because, Absolutely, hey, that's the that's the support. I'm even doing these sweet game master badges. Oh, that's awesome! Like it's it'll say game master on there, and that's <laughs> that's your weekend pass, and it's gonna be great. That's awesome. You, so. So, see, I was going to say, you know, what's the best way to submit for next year? Because I wasn't going to be insane enough to think with less than a week that you could still apply for a game. Um, yeah. That's dedication, my friend. It is, and I'm crazy for doing it, but I can make it work. Um, uh, next year, uh, it will probably be a similar uh, sort of deal. Uh, it'll still be hosted through Grotex website, so it's a matter of uh, when I make a tidy roll for that next year, I'll, I'll be sure to share that. Which it's super handy to use that to yeah. pull things up. Uh, I put it up on the Facebook. Not a lot of people uh, jumped on it immediately. Uh, the break jumped on there immediately, mm -hmm. and that's fantastic. Mm. Which, what is the Facebook for Tucson Comic Con? Uh, so the Facebook for Tucson Comic Con is actually just TucsonComic-Con. There we go. So make sure to hit up the Facebook, because I'm pretty sure that's where all the big announcements are going to be dropping through the weekend. Uh, that's where we'll be constantly updating the <laughs> uh, ridiculous rate of uh, what is available. Also, the app will be available. It's through GrowTix. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be putting uh, links for that out as well on our Facebook and uh, doing as much as we can to spread gaming. Mm -hmm. So one thing I was also going to say is because you know gamers, you know smartphones, people want to you know stream, they want to take photos, want to share their stuff. Is there any hashtag for Tucson Comic Con gaming besides the hashtag Tucson Comic Con? Just use the Tucson Comic Con one for right now. So that way everybody can use the hashtag and basically yeah. check out all the cool pictures that we're sharing between the cosplay, the gaming, the, the vendors going nuts down on the vendor floor because there's going to be a lot going on down there. Oh yeah, they're going to be, it's going to be swamped and like working like really good uh comic artists and writers this year and then we have like the returnees that will mm -hmm. always be there artist you know. alley is where it's at oh absolutely you know if you you still have you know crow stuff that needs to get signed that's <laughs> going to be the place for it uh neil adams is going to be there he did the kingdom come uh line the owners are uh, own a comic book imprint the Politos. they own mm -hmm. lady death and uh uh, coffin comics old chaos comics and they're wonderful to be around and fantastic bosses so <laughs> don't fire me <laughs> bring me back next year yeah. <laughs> so that's dude i just want to say thank you for taking time out of your schedule because i know this is crunch mm -hmm. week i mean this is the week before the con i mean yep so we could talk about gaming so we get the hours of operations because like i said i've been i've been talking about comic-con non-stop and mm -hmm. pretty much that's the those are the questions i get hit all the time are how do I sign up to run a game? Mm -hmm. How do I sign up as a new person coming in to want to try something? Which is basically just, hey, word of mouth, come on in. And I mean, the game room is huge. When you walk through oh, those yeah. double doors, it's massive. The, and, and it's right there at the entrance. Yep. You, know, you, you like, come in there, and you turn around the corner, there you are. Uh, if you if you come through that left entrance, it's the first thing in front of you. You have you know all of this amazing stuff in front of you. And I've had people walk in and be like, oh, is this the, all of the con? Because this is cool. <laughs> like, no, there's a thing down on the floor that has everything, and it's awesome. You should go down there, and then come back up here to place D&D. Trust me, uh, we've got uh, the Tucson Steampunk Society. We've got the fan booth right mm -hmm. outside the door. Oh, yeah. So I've made sure to tell all our friends in the TSS, since we'll be hanging out at the booth for a mm -hmm. while, that go around the corner, check out the cool games. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I promised Daniel that Kelly, uh, she's the full house bandito from the first time they played at RingCon years ago. <laughs> and he was like, bring her for the cup. And I'm like, I don't have any panels after 6.30, so full house bandito, she may be coming back to play. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great night in that tournament, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do some videos. Still, so oh, yeah, completely. We're going to get some video of that. Uh, we're going to get some money, some uh, kids' hospital stuff, and that's going to be awesome. It's, it's, it's doing good things for good people and having a good time and making new new friends. Yeah. And making a great weekend out of Tucson Comic Con. I'm totally looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. It's been ridiculous. I've like told everybody no gaming next week after the con because I'll, I'll be recovering. See, that, I want to do everything at the con that I can. That's the hard part for me because the World Championships for Legend of Five Rings card game is yep. the next weekend. <laughs> And I would be going to that, but I have I have work buddies that uh, that are going hunting, and we're only allowed to have so many people on off at a time. Uh, so. Yeah, that's the work life balance. Work life balance. <laughs> so next year. Next year, it's always in the plan. There's always it's a al- thing for next year. Uh, it's not as set in stone as Gen Con. Gen Con's <laughs> set in stone. I've been I've been going for three years now. It's <laughs> that's a mecca of gaming. Yes, I make the pilgrimage. It's it's worth the trip. Oh yeah. Boy. All right, Ed, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for hanging out, and thank you for talking about Tucson Comic Con. And yep. is there anybody last minute you'd like to shamelessly plug? Shamelessly plug. There's got to be at least one shameless. We live for the shameless plug. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a booth. I don't know what the heck it is uh, in my area. It is called Dynamic Gorilla. So just out of sheer, I don't know what it is, but you should go figure out what it is. Go find Dynamic go- Gorilla and check them out. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, I'll have to, like, definitely pause by and say, I need video dynamic, dynamic gorilla. I don't know what Tell this, me what you are. I don't know what this is, but I need it in my life. <laughs> It'd be awesome. All right, man. Thank you for coming on the show. And, yeah. hey, I'll see you in less than less than a week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then it'll be, hi, 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 bye, hi, 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 bye. I'm busy <laughs> doing other things. Oh, gosh. Into the next panel. Are you guys Into good? Are you guys panel. good? <laughs> And again, thank you and everything that you, yeah. the staff and the volunteers do. Oh, one last question. Volunteers. I was asked, how do you volunteer for Tucson Comic Con? Uh, volunteer thing is a little weird. Um, kind of comes down to a, the, we're a for-profit convention. Mm-hmm. So we're not allowed to pay people with, uh, passes, with, with passes as official volunteers. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the real way, the inside way how to uh, volunteer is I have that event submission form, and that's volunteering really for the gaming area. What that is is I'm allowing you to come in and promote for eight hours, and then I will compensate you with a badge for that if it fits within the things that I uh, I want to uh, have on my show floor. And I know quite a few gaming companies like Palladium, uh, Catalyst does it, where mm-hmm. if you submit, hey, I'm going to run your game during this con, they, they will, send they you will swag. prize support and swag support. Oh, yeah. So you, there's there's great ways that you can come and share what games you love. And, hey, you might just meet some new players that you invite to your game table for your regular game. And some of that swag is just fantastic. Like, um, there was a Gen Con exclusive thing for my card game, and uh, a friend of mine did that for Tucson Game Fair uh, up in Phoenix. And he got stuff that wasn't available any other time that, you know, were amazing promos. Mm-hmm. And ended up hooking some of us up down here with that. So and that's a great thank you because yeah. it's, it's the synergy. Amazing. Thank you. You know, gamers, the game developers, the con runners. Mm-hmm. It's synergy between all of them where they all get to back each other up, support each other, and everyone wins. Sure thing. Especially, hey, we have to do the play to win. Everyone wins that way. Everybody wins at the play to win. 
All right, man. Thanks you for being on the Creative Plane Podcast Network. I'll definitely hit you up after we've all recovered post-con if you want to chill and hang out and talk about it some more. That and, sounds great. And like usual, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Hey, it's all about sharing the love. Good times. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. Here in the force of Alandril, we elves defend the woods from beasts and men. I myself have helped drive off goblin raiders, slain a giant spider, and composed an elven symphony for the Blood Moon Harvest Festival. And that was before lunch. So when I'm not sliding down the trunk of a barbarian elephant beast after killing it and its occupants with only my dagger and a few arrows, I look forward to coming home to a dungeon crate. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service crafted specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handmade items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. As an elf, I appreciate quality craftsmanship, and Dungeon Crate delivers, even if it's put together by humans. Sir, sentries have discovered several dwarves and a wizard trespassing in our woods. I was wondering what that smell was. DungeonCrate.com. Are you ready? Let the adventure begin. Boop, 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 a doop, a doop. So, so if I'm a new person walking in for the first time. Hey, I'm a new person just walking in for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> We're both waiting for the slam. No. <laughs> or the swing. Yeah, it's fine.